Hey y'all. You gotta say, you gotta wait. Okay. Hey y'all. <laughs> Come on in. Give yourself some hug. You alright. If you are tuned in right now, I want to let you know that you are a super dope person and I'm very excited to have you here with me and my special guest today, my husband Imani and Yo. the engineer behind the podcast. Yeah, behind the scenes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, doing it a little different today because I'm not feeling that well, but I know I have to stay accountable and be here for you and give you something to listen to. So thank you for tuning in. Say hi, Imani. What's up? Um, today is Martin Luther King Day, actually. So respect to Martin Luther King. Much praises Dr. to the, Martin Luther King. To the MLK, yeah, don't forget the doctor. Yes. Don't forget the doctor. Major, major. Major accomplishment. Yes. Yeah, especially in that era. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, you was born back then, so tell us a little bit about <laughs> that. <laughs> Hey, don't let the gray hairs fool you, man. I, I, I ain't that old, man. But yeah, definitely a great man. Salute to MLK. Salute to all the civil rights leaders, you know, obviously. Um, it's, a, it's a struggle and everybody played their part. You know and I'm saying much appreciation. Definitely not enough appreciation. So are you more like MLK or Malcolm? Yeah, and I know you know the answer to that, but to our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, um, you know, it's all about balance. Let me start it off with that. So there's nothing. There's no one without the other. You gotta have both. Everybody can't be, you know, super, you know, and then everybody gotta be. Somebody gotta talk it out. Somebody gotta be aggressive. And personally, I'm more Malcolm than MLK, man, because I'm more of a like by any means necessary. Like I'm a frontliner. Um, I ain't got no time to, to say it nicely. We're just gonna get it done. So that's just me. I'm more of a like. You know, get so it. what? In what ways are you like MLK? Less like MLK, or more like I'm more like X. I'm my bad. Yeah. Are you in any way like MLK? Of course. Like I study from him all. Like MLK, what I like from him is his, um, his vernacular. You know what I'm saying? He's able to like to speak and to communicate. Because I mean, we're at a civilization and point to where communication we should be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, you know, yeah. Not to sound so crazy, but some people only respect blood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you gotta mm. like you gotta gotta fight through, you know what I'm saying? So it was it's legislature and I like that. Hold on one more time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't even punch you because you probably could pick that up no. on the audio. No, no, but, um, what say that one more time? I like that line. Which one? About the blood. Yeah, some some people only receive blood, you know what I'm saying? You gotta like some people only respect blood, you know what I'm saying? We're humans, but we're at the same time like we're still like living beings, you know what I'm saying, and it's survival, and, you know, it was legislature, and then it was the Nat Turners, you need both, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, who would I be on the team? Good, great question, who would you be? I don't know, you tell me. Like, you, you more like, hand and foot, like, in the trenches type. Yeah, like yeah, you, you, you're a frontliner. You're definitely a frontliner. You know what I'm saying? Like they would have probably tried to put you in the house because you pur purdy and everything. You kind of pretty. <laughs> oh, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. They'll try to probably put you in the kitchen, but you definitely a frontliner. Like I see you, I see you out there, definitely. Like you, one of those that's, yeah. Well, I'm a rider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm like Coretta then. Yeah. Well, yeah, I be Coretta today. And don't be disrespected, <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther no, King. No Talk about you more Malcolm today. So nah, we MLK, it's just me, it's just the my family. Seems <laughs> so be more okay, even more MLK like. 
Well, that's good, but thank you for that compliment. Um, yeah, what was your favorite memory like on the MLK Day? Because I know mine. <laughs> I used to like, well, I was on the drill team, me and my sister. So every MLK Day, we were out there yeah. in the hot sun yeah. with these boots on yeah. and our skirts. Yeah. <laughs> we were a part of the Lady Nights. <laughs> I used to spread the little, the, um, the little drill team. What do you call it? Um, the drill team. Yeah, with the little sticks and stuff, you twirl it and all that. Yeah. Yeah. The flat girls, mm -hmm. all that. I, you know, I was. Uh, <laughs> I like to get into it, stomping in my boots and feeling strong and confident. And I used to be so proud, like, especially like on the MLK day and being able to march in a parade yeah. and have people just, you know, out Come there together. celebrating yeah, and coming together yeah. and just mm -hmm. seeing so many black people in one in one area um, without any yeah. without any crime. But I mean, I visited when well, I visited, but when I lived in Miami, um, <laughs> MLK day parade so different was yeah, totally yeah, different yeah. than MLK Day Parade in Ohio. <laughs> so you are from Dade County. It's slightly Please different. Please tell yeah. the people about MLK Day Parade. MLK is like kind of like almost like how it is everywhere else. You know, you get together, uh -uh. good food, good vibes, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But then, you know. Guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly different Police. but like the with, with mlk you know like martin luther king's are drives are always like you know, located in the urban areas yeah not by mistake or choice but um so you know we're gonna just go down the city you know what i'm saying everybody's been down to miami you know what i'm saying mlk go through liberty city liberty city is like one of the cultural uh trademark locations in miami mm -hmm. a lot of culture over town liberty city etc but mlk flows through through, through the city right so it's like down there it's like it's a little bit slightly different you know what i'm saying you're gonna have a, a bunch of like four wheelers and dirt bikes right now you know what i'm saying <laughs> so like food food little food little setup shops and stuff food everywhere you know what i'm saying but the downside with the mlk is that you know mlk day parade the parade yeah the parade it's like to be honest I don't even remember the parade, man. I used to be down there just like, just, ah, yee, what they do, yee. <laughs> <laughs> like scouting and just having fun, uh, seeing like, you know, friends and like, you know, little baddies and stuff, just, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I used to go down there just to rock, be pay attention. I didn't even pay attention to the parade one time, I can't remember. Now that's sad because it's supposed to be a celebration, so. It was if, more if like the a get together. It's a get together, so. So how, how can we keep, you know, his traditions and, his vision alive if we're turning the MLK Day parades into so just a good together and a, a party and drinking and you know that it's probably it probably wasn't in his vision to be that way. Not at all, not at all, and that's kind of like what everything has turned into. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything is just like a, a party, 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 party. Um, but you know, we was kids, man. We teenagers, like young adolescents. So in, your, in our minds, like everything is just fun and turning up. You know, it was like, I'm, I guess to each his own, then you'll have like the different generations of people there. Some will be celebrating more of the parade. Some will be celebrating more of the food and the festivities. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad it finally got to a point where it was less violence because it used to be a point to where it's like, Every MLK, you'd hear something pop off. You know what I'm saying? It's always yeah. It was always it, was, it turned into something scary. Like literally every year and day, like every year in Miami, like something will go down every MLK. Like at least somebody that you know don't got hit up, and it's like damn. So like, but it got to a point though where it was smooth for a while, man. It was really good and decent for a while, and you know, 
wasn't too much of that rah-rah stuff but it's just you know when a lot of people come together people that don't like each other are going to cross paths and unfortunately it happens at times when people come together so it's just you know it's just a sad thing but a lot more positive memories though a lot of great times so, yeah i remember like little floats and the dancers people walking yeah. down and the floats was little, awesome yeah people dressed up their little did you ever uh try to remember that i have a dream speech no i used to try yeah yeah i used to hear it a lot listen to it a lot yeah because yeah. i like like when i hear amazing things like poems and different stories like i like to remember things kind of verbatim like mm. so i can i can speak along with it mm. but i can't remember mm. i can't remember anymore yeah. i feel like yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go practice <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not the only one. Yeah. I, I guarantee you walk down the street and just randomly talk to any person and say it, recite, and I have a dream speech. I guarantee Sometimes you. in school we used to have to recite a part a part of it, but uh, yeah. So speaking of school, do you do you feel like they should extend, you know, more of what am I looking for? Should they celebrate Martin Luther King Day or him? more than just the one day i feel like we should celebrate more than just martin luther king i agree that's me you know what i'm saying and much respect to martin luther king but like i said i'm more of a i'm more of an ex like i'm more of a malcolm x i'm more of a you know like a marcus garvey to me garvey that's my With idol your brain that's my idol marcus messiah garvey is definitely my idol i mean just being from the caribbean i kind of grew up more on him and mm -hmm. those civil rights leaders um actually grew up on Garvey. Garvey's the one that set the tone for the civil rights movement. He was the pre-civil rights movement. Um, uh, Malcolm X's father was a pan-Africanist. He was one of the higher-ups in Garvey's organization and that's you know one of the reasons the lynch mob got to X's father and then you know he ended up going getting into the movement himself. Um, but yeah Marcus Garvey man that man right there from um, and it's funny because a, a couple of um, MLK pictures if we could find some, my father would probably be able to pull some up. Um, his uncle, uh, uh, Cl uh, Cl Clifford Robinson, or Cleveland Robinson, Uncle Cleve, Cleveland Robinson. Um, and almost every other picture you see at MLK, you'll see him next to him. He was mm -hmm. one of his like right-hand man in, in a lot of his organizations. So my, your dad's uncle? My dad's uncle. Wow, that's yeah. that's six degrees of separation is yeah. real. My cousin that I spoke that's to the other day. Your, your spirit. Yeah, her, her grandfather, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uncle Cleve, Clifford Robinson. So, so yeah, I mean, like, you I said it was photos with them. Yeah, so many of them, bunch, bunch. What bunch, did he bunch. do, like, like, in his organization? Like, he was pretty much like me. Like, I was a little too young to actually like know, grow up knowing about everything, but I knew that he was one of the organizers. Mm -hmm. So whenever he'd have like a, a, a speech or an assembly or something, he was like one of the organizers and was just pretty much right hand man, like literally. And like I didn't bear witnesses myself, but my dad has um, a lot of the memorabilia. I'm talking about like you have all type of like letters and pictures of mm -hmm. like King at their house, just hanging out with wow. the family, chilling like on just some like yeah, he's like one, one of the inner people. Yeah. Well, that's dope. Yeah, Look yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah. you got a little bit of history lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like so that. I kind of like you know always had that like activism fight in me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just a more strategist but i'm not a 
hug my enemy type dude that's just not me you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so much respect to different approaches different ways to do it but i'm just not a love my enemy type dude you know what i'm saying like i don't walk around with hate in my heart but what species on this planet is gonna love <laughs> their 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 attacker there's no one in the world it's only our mind telling us you should like our book telling us we should hug and love our enemies no it's not me to decide karma the universe balances that i don't hold on to any type of negative energy but there's no way in the world that i'm gonna love my enemy I'm sorry. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna respect my enemy so that way I don't put my guard down. But love, nah, nah. I I, I respect my enemy, but I'm not gonna love him. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's retarded. I mean, no, make no sense. Don't use that word. That's not I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> no, that's not that. That is lower level thinking. That's being a suggestible person. Very suggestible. Ooh, person. you like that? Yeah, very suggestible person. Suggestible people love their enemies. I think. I mean, I can. But <laughs> to each his own. I mean, to each his own. Um, do you feel like you would have been a survivor back then and fighting for for this cause that that Martin had? I probably would have helped some people survive. Mm-hmm. Me surviving probably, well, not with my mindset. I doubt it. I've definitely been a martyr. I'd been taken out way early, but I would have helped people survive though. Think the strongest people are martyrs. Because it seems like, yeah. it seems like the more a person is out on the forefront um, fighting for a cause or freedom, anything, like, they are not protected and they mm-hmm. they get up out of here quick. Mm-hmm. And the people who just stand back or are mm-hmm. quiet, you know, mm-hmm. those are the ones that are still alive to share some of the stories. Yeah, yeah, you know? so, so that's why I, I, I let it always balance because you need both like you need somebody in the front lines and then like even um like the book the spook who stood by the door pretty much this guy just um went to training to be in the cia oh, okay. yeah and then they didn't want to let him in whatever, whatever so he had to like he had to be he had to learn and master both worlds mm-hmm. so pretty much it's just being able to be true to yourself as an african-american and being able to live in the other side of america the world where you have to walk and talk a certain way if you're Mm african-american so he was able to play both dualities but his method of doing it was you know um to learn what they learn to bring it back home you know i'm saying so it's just like it's like you're going and entering a situation to learn and that's pretty much how you should approach any job honestly like you got to do something that you that you don't necessarily like what you have to do you might as well just turn it into like a hard lesson or a lesson like use that to apply to something else you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so that's what he did in that book he pretty much you know got into the CIA they loved him they wanted to promote him but he didn't want to take that approach he brought all that knowledge to the hood and got everything you know and on some liberation stuff so it's mm-hmm. a dope book but it's just about the mindset of being able to having to play both dualities. He had to live two worlds because to some people, he was a certain person on one alter ego, clean background, clean dude. Mm. And in the other world, he had to be, you know, grassroots, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More urban, hood oriented. Um, yeah. What's the name of the book? The Spook Who Stood By The Door. The Do we have that here? Um, I have the PDF. Okay. Yeah, and they have somewhere. a movie too. The book is better, obviously. 
The movie came out in the 70s. They didn't want to put it in theaters. They banned it from the theaters and stuff. You was born back then? No, no, no. I heard about it though. Oh. I heard I about you it. Born in the 70s. Nah, I heard about it many times. I heard about it through um some some Panther stuff I used to read, and then um and what the most recently I, I that it regurgitated my memories through Nipsey. He had an um, interview and Nipsey brought it up in one of his interviews. Um, yeah, it's a dope book. Yeah, and then they came out a movie in the 70s and they banned the movie. They didn't want that out because it's anything that creates ideas. You know, it's always something that they want to suppress. Mm -hmm. so, you know what I'm saying? It's not an idea-driven society we live in. They, people want to exploit ideas. You know, so they just want just workers. People don't think. Just do what you're told. And that book. Yeah, it just opens your eyes to like how sometimes you have to play the likable person. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes like you need people that's not gonna be on the front line and somebody that's gonna take the more subtle approach to infiltrate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Wow. Well, it's another read for the year yes. for me. Well, you can reread re it again too. Yes. So always you might pick up something else mm -hmm. that you missed out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta step it up a little bit. Um, as far as a great leader like Malcolm, do you feel like Malcolm could have been even greater if he didn't have a wife no. or a family? Because for me, it's like. Uh, it's like if you are fighting for a cause and you have to be out late, like at the drop of a hat, somebody needs to meet with you. And on the other hand, it's like you have a family and a, and a wife, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you balance? How would you balance all of that? Like, how would you balance all of that? Like, because clearly you won't have time for your children. Clearly you won't have time for your wife. <laughs> like, clearly you, may, you never have time for yourself. You're always fighting for a cause. So as a great leader, how do you balance all of that stuff? Because I think you're a great leader too. Just by the way, throwing that out there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, babe. So realistically, I think that's what made them a great leader. Mm -hmm. Like having that family, having that strong wife, having that family structure is what made them great men. Because you can't lead a nation, you can't lead your household. Like you gotta reach the corner before you reach the block. So like them being grounded and having that strong like grounding in their family and having that that love and that support because if they were single doing that like they probably would have like ran into the one run the wrong one like the lady on your shirt show <laughs> me your shirt it's nah, nah, <laughs> still look new nah but the women kept them grounded the women kept them grounded you know without that without that grounding i don't think they would have been as nowhere near as great because they would have with the death threats and uh you know there were people hating them and the hate mail and you know threat threat to their lives and stuff like that like they would have it took their wives and their family to bring them back to a human state to mm -hmm. feel loved and to feel like you know don't react don't say that let it go you know because at the end of the time like they were they were strong men they were alphas so some something had to balance that so that way they wouldn't go off of just sheer emotion you know so that's actually helped them and made them without without their testament to their wives their testament to their family and that you cannot there's no way in the world like you can be the best by yourself i don't think 
Do you have to have a strong leader as a wife? Do you think? You so? have to have someone that compliments you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't be to be the best man. You need to you need to have a, a great woman. To be a great woman, you need to have a great like great man. And great is all perspective. Like mm -hmm. what compliments you? You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a thug in real life. I got your back. I know. I know you're a fighter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't fight anymore. No, you're a fighter. I fight with my brain. Exactly. And not my words. That's one of your, your superpowers is your words. So you would have been a great um, speaker. Well, you are a great speaker. But I feel like you could move the people like one of the greats, too. Spit it something real quick. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> You know, I love putting people on the spot. Um, but, I mean, we can wrap it up. I just want, want us to leave right now, just remembering and honoring Dr. Martin Luther King. So what special word or piece of advice could you, Mr. Imani, um, bless the people with? Learn to let go of emotion. I'm gonna give you that one because that's been my most difficult task. Well, now we talking spicy. We might not need to wrap it up. Nah, <laughs> I say, when I say let go of emotion, you know what I'm saying? Because it's reacting in emotion. You know, like anger management, like being, being a hothead used to always be my problem. And I definitely say used to because it's past tense. Um, responding, not reacting. You know, actually, that re reaction is just a ah, in the moment thing. Stop, think about it, respond. Have a plan of action. You like get out of your emotion. Emotion. Think about every sin that you could think of. It's done by led by some emotion. Emotion. Strong emotion leads you down the wrong path when you don't think first. And so when you think, then it evolves into passion and inspiration. But just raw emotion, just out of like somebody else triggering outside of yourself, dead dead. So release emotions. That's a good one. Yeah. And I really feel like our great leaders had to release some emotion mm -hmm. to keep continuing with the cause. Think about like, that. Yeah, people calling sure. your house, people like trying to blow up your car and threaten your kids mm -hmm. and your wife. Like, think about that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Take the emotion out think of it. Think about how strong their wives are. You know what I'm saying? Coretta mm -hmm. and Betty Shabazz. Like, mm -hmm. think about how strong like their wives are. You know, and I don't mean to group them together because we all celebrate MLK Day, but I always have to bring up Malcolm X because, like, it's all about duality. They both mm -hmm. had the same direction, they just handled it a different way. And they actually could have, would have came together. Who knows? Because, like I say, everything that was, was cut short on for them. But, um, but yeah, they had to match their wives, man. Because I hold them down and from them just exploding off of what's coming down and caving down on, on top of them. Yeah, strength, strength. Because when they're out there doing their thing, the, the, the wives are holding down the family. Mm -hmm. So you never lose short of that, man. That's why I, I tell wifey all the time, man. It's about balance. And like, we need each other. As black men, black women, just men and women in general, like all this like hate and strife, we different. Just get the fact that we different, but we, want the, we should want the same thing. And that's peace of mind, honesty, you know, transparency, um, trust, loyalty you know and then then love because you can't just love without all of that because that love <laughs> then is love. Last. yeah love gotta come last because you don't have all of those things what type of love is that you know that's the foundation you gotta, I gotta trust you be, be, be transparent mm -hmm. confiding you you're loyal you know and then comes the love you know what I'm saying yeah you can't just love first you know you love first then you're on shallow ground 
Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I gotta have all that. Then the love is strong, you know? So then you don't fall out of love, you know what I'm saying? Because everything else is holding it up. I probably would have fell out of love if um, I was MLK wife a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, man. That's, that's, a, that's a hard, it's rough. probably was a hard life. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, I love you. I love and you. Um, we love the culture. Yes. We love what MLK represented. Yes. And we love the freedoms that we have today mm -hmm. to even be able to do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful. Um, yeah. 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 We'll catch y'all back next Tuesday.